Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye, and I am R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to continue the dialogue on dreams and talk about dreams. So be thinking of dreams you'd like to have interpreted because you can call in in a little That's while. That's a very good idea but to do. But before we get to that, as usual, we will do the Mayan. The Mayan. Okay, while they're getting the close-up, the Mayan today is mm -hmm. the two monkey, the lunar monkey. Mm -hmm. mm. Well, tone two is a tone of management, and the monkey is about illusion and play and creating magic. So managing your magic today could be one way to look at it. Yeah. I polarize in order to play, stabilizing illusion. I seal the process, process of, of magic. magic with the lunar tone of challenge. I'm guided by the power of abundance. Or another word for that tribe is the dreamer. So guided by the dreamer tonight. So yeah. that's a good time to continue yeah. the discussion on dreams. You're in your year <coughs> of the dreamer. Mm -hmm. You've that's been true. Dreaming up decks and a lot of things you've been bringing into existence. That's true. Um, yeah. Well, I. I thought we could maybe start out the show mm -hmm. by talking about, again, the importance of sleep and some things you can do in order to get better sleep. We all get sleep, but it's not enough, number one, and it's not done with the right frame of mind when you go to sleep. If you treat it like this is a sacred journey you are going, you are going on, or you're going into a sacred room where you can create with just a thought and see the immediate results yeah. rather than having to wait for it to go through mm -hmm. the slow time and um, the external technologies of human bodies and such, that it is a sacred thing. Many people would pay billions of dollars to go do something like that. So treat your dream time very sacredly by not watching the news or thinking of work or doing anything that's mm. going to stress you out. Because when you go to sleep, the symbolism of what your day is is what's going to be used to communicate through. So if you detox yourself from that before you fall asleep, you won't have to use, symbol, uh, or use the symbols of your waking life as much to communicate your messages. Yeah, actually the dream time you have a much greater um, crown of consciousness when you're in the dream time than you do here. It's by comparison dim and clumsy and dense in reality compared to dream. Because uh, when you travel and dream, you just decide to be over there and you're over there. Unlike here, where you have to get a ticket and an airplane and ropes, possibly well, climbing gear, whatever that might be. Yeah, that's the whole art in, in lucid dreaming. Uh, is to figure out how to walk without having to um, propel yourself. There's no agency outside of you. There is just your thoughts. Yeah. So in the in the <clears throat> the laboratory that is your dream time, you can um, uh, very little known is that you can redream a thing if you have something that you don't like. You don't have to go back to sleep and spontaneously redream it. You mm -hmm. can uh, just say cancel and reset it's not people have such a superstitious mind on our planet that they feel that if they dream something that is therefore doomed to become part of their reality no it's just playing with your nemesis it's just exploring well that's a very good change your mind it is a laboratory and you're exactly right about that and, and something else that a lot of people don't realize too 
is that's true in the waking reality too. The, the silence of our mind is a place for us to practice and to pursue alternate realities. So I hear a lot of people say, oh no, I'm having these negative thoughts, I'm going to attract them. But actually your mind is designed for you to have these feelings of anger or whatever mm -hmm. and move through, move this feeling out of you and then it cleans the slate for the next time mm -hmm. or the next thing. Yeah. So there are two parts of the, the way we think and um, I'm going to perhaps explain this a little later because it's very important about about um, how we create things. We're going to do a special segment of the duck right now and then we will come back. Yeah. Do you want to introduce? Well, this is my, uh, as soon as we get the cameo shot, at any rate, this is my old friend Bert Dallas. We went to college together so many years ago and he's still around, so I don't know how this happened. He lives in uh, Felipe Delafe. Felipe Delafe. Felipe Delafe. <coughs> yeah, and, and we, we will be drawing. And here we go. And we'll be drawing. And we'll be drawing some cards from my affirmation deck. Okay. And then Here later the on duck. we'll do our normal duck. Okay. okay. So this is an affirmation for whoever. Yeah. Okay, and we can both do. And the affirmation that I have is I am safe and always taken care of. So affirmations are something you work with. Write that down, say it to yourself as you go to sleep tonight. I am safe and always taken care of and it will change the frequency of, oh no, I'm unsafe and I'm not taken care of. And I got the base chakra affirmation, one of your system of Mine affirmations. Too. Yeah, and my life is always in divine order, mm -hmm. uh, which is, uh, we've been mm -hmm. teaching, this is very important. Everything that happens in your life is on your side. There are no exceptions to that particular axiom. So once we, thank That's you very, very much, Bert. very good. Thank you, Bert, welcome. Yeah. We're happy to have you as always. Yeah, and, and it was interesting. We both pulled a base chakra card. Yeah. So that's always a good message. The base chakra card. Well, and, and I think that that feeds in or ties into so much what we were talking about. Before you go to sleep, it's important to have a period of meditation of some sort. Yeah. And I use that as an opportunity to write a little bit about my day in the dream journal. And I tell you, you will be so grateful that you did that when you go back and review dream journals. I have stacks of dream journals, at least this high, from many, many years. I've, I've um, written down all my dreams. And, and now I keep them on the computer, so I have tons more that are outside of the, the, the notebooks. And when I go back, when I've completed a whole notebook of them, I go back and interpret them in more detail than I do ordinarily. And I look for things that have come true or things that um, may tie in from the dream time. And when you write down, okay, my day was I got a raise today and then I went to Buffalo, New York. When you go and look at your dreams, it's helpful to know that because then you know, oh, well, maybe I just dreamed it because it had already happened. So it's good for your research. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the dream is an amazing faculty, an amazing power. The, as you were saying about keeping the dream journal, they say that the, the full exploration of your dream cannot even begin until you have written and spoken the dream out loud to someone else. And so the amount of information that is lining the corridors of your conscious, and I would hold dreaming consciousness above our normal consciousness, just because you can see the latitude that the dream offers, that consciousness is um, your belief systems. But dreaming is, what do we say, supernal belief systems. 
that if I wish this changed, then all I have to do is that. In my whole life, I could never understand why the pile of money wasn't there, why, you know, why money like that, or whatever it was that I wished to manifest, all I have to do is think of it, and there it is. And that's very, very true, but it's not as true as it would be in dream time, for example. Mm -hmm. Sometimes well, I, it takes I, a while. That is so true, and that's uh, uh, what I was looking uh, to get across earlier, too was that in, in the dreams, like for instance, I, I came out of a house in one of my dreams and I had a fear that my car would have been vandalized. And immediately I looked over at my car and it was up on cinder blocks and spray painted and the trunk was pried open. And I said, no, cancel that. And so I closed my eyes in the dream and imagined it brand new. It didn't even have the dent in it or anything. And I opened my eyes and there it was. And so I, I think that that's how reality always happens, but we're, we're slowed down through the agency and the external technologies yeah. of our bodies. Yeah, yeah. But, but so that you went to a dentist then to get rid of the dent. Oh, yes. That's good, okay. Yes, so, so the idea is to do that meditation before you go to bed, and mm -hmm. I, I see meditation in the morning and in the evening, mm -hmm. whether it's just writing in your journal writing some of your um, commands or your desires of what you are taking into the dream time with you, which we'll talk on uh, more detail on a future show. And it, and it connects you with that morning you. And then when you wake up in the morning, you write your dreams down and it connects the dreamer then. And you can even read your dream from the night before to make it cohesive. But that meditation time is like an H-bar between waking and dream time. Yeah. And it's a very important thing. It'll help you to remember your dreams as well. Oh, we spent a million shows easily um, reminding people when you wake up in the morning to retrain your brain. The, the untrained brain, when you wake up in the morning, within a few moments you're thinking about what went, pardon the expression, wrong. You're thinking about what happened that you didn't like that happened yesterday. And that just sets the tone for a day that's just not worthy of what a human being can do with this sacred thing called a day, evening and night. But this concept, so we said, please retrain your brain so that when you wake up, the first thought as you're coming back to 3D, your first thought is, I claim my power. Uh, to, so then you, you boldly step into a new day. Oh, I will make this day into magnificence itself. People will write legend and song about what I'm going to do with today. And then I will stand up and create magnificence in every direction. And people will cower at, at the boldness that I just project without even thinking about it. Or, or saying to the universe, thank yeah. you for showing me how much you love me today. Yeah, that's another excellent yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And in so many ways, thank you for showing me how much I am loved because it's another we human beings have zero clue about the amount we are loved. Your higher self, right, which is alien thinking, or used to be, uh, but you have a higher self that is an adoration of you. I had uh, done all this meditation and I, sp I had a spontaneous vision walking through the woods. And uh, we live in Reston and you go to the grocery store through the woods and it's not like trashed with, uh, you know, it's a wonderful walk through the woods and I'm walking through the woods and all of a sudden I, I can see these people on either side. I know they're not there, but I see them. And I'm looking, oh, you know, that's Middle Ages, that one for sure, oh, that's an Egyptian. And I'm walking down these people and I get to one of them and I say, well, who are all these people? And, and the person says, we're all you. I go, 
ah, all my past lives, I get it. And when I had that revelation, they all began to applaud and whistle and bow. And they were so excited that I was who I was in this lifetime. There was just no, I still get to, um, goose flesh from the memory of that in particular. Hmm. And never had the vision <clears throat> before or since because that was enough. That was it. I recognized how grand it is. And so I spent a long time, um, I occasionally meet my higher self in dream time. There's a dream if you want to program a dream. I dream and meet my higher self who's not at all who you think. Um, you know, but it has an- It's really uh, a little man behind a curtain. <laughs> yes, please ignore. But the, uh, the higher self is a, a system of adoration you would not believe, and we have our first call. Okay, and then I'll. Yeah, okay. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Otelia. Hi. Hi. Hey. I wanted to tell you all I love the show. Oh, oh thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Mary, I was wondering if I could get a reading from you. Oh, I, I know we did an early duck, but it, um, we're going to do readings a little later in the show after the regular duck. Are you going to be sticking around? Can you call back or I'll, I'll give you a reading then? Yes, I'll call back. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Thank perfect. you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And what's her, what is her name again? Just so Celia. Was Celia. It? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so yeah. We, we will remember to do that later. Yeah, But, but that's a, yeah, and thank you for calling. Just uh, it works out better at confining that to one segment of the show. But one thing that you can do to facilitate getting better sleep, because it, this happens a lot with people, I hear, that they can fall asleep fine, but staying asleep is another matter, or getting to sleep is difficult, whatever it is, there are so many factors that contribute to the quality of sleep you're getting. Number one is giving yourself permission, like we talked about last week, and not feeling guilty, and we're being the only species that purposefully denies ourselves yep. sleep. And, and that, that's not the deal. We can die if we don't get enough sleep. That's the time that we detox our body, our mind, our emotions, and our spirit. And that if you don't get enough sleep, you can become toxic after 10 days and die. So we have to do this. But letting, and then we'll get to the call, but turning the lights down lower as the evening progresses. So you've got the blaring lights off and now you've got a soft lamp on and then maybe a crystal lamp or some candles as you go to bed. Mm -hmm. Because that progression of it getting gradually darker triggers chemistry in our brain that says it's nighttime and it's time to go to sleep. And I mean, I've looked at trees with spotlights on them and I think, oh, yeah. poor babies. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they're never having any dark. We, that's part of our cycle. And to block out light coming in from the windows, to have complete pitch dark because mm. that's when the serotonin gets converted to melatonin and you stay asleep. Anyway, I've got some more tips, but let's take the call. Oh, uh, hi caller, what's your name please? Hello? Hello, my name my name's Beth. Hey, hey Beth. Beth. Hey. Hi. What can we do for you? I've got a bit of a bad connection. I can hardly hear you through the phone, but we'll give it a go. Okay. Good, good. Okay, I can hear you a little bit. We're hearing you fine, so yes. that's good. Okay. Um, right now. Yeah, I, um, sorry, I've got to go get something right now. Yeah. I think well, Beth's calling in with the dream. Yeah, yeah. So we were talking about the power okay. that I'm, dream has to manifest. The thing about, uh, Okay, let me do this now. Okay. Um, yeah, I had, a, I had a dream the other night, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, I dreamt that I was visiting 
a friend of mine, and um, I was visiting in this person's house, mm -hmm. and we were having a like a spaghetti dinner, um, and there was a, a somebody had come like a an electrician or some sort of uh, um, repairman had come to the door and asked if he could borrow some cheese, <laughs> which is kind of an odd thing. And so the I said, sure, no part. problem. You they have to borrow the cheese like you're going to have it back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And um, so I, I let the person borrow the cheese, and then um, uh, my friend came out and just got really mad at me. You shouldn't have let him borrow the cheese, and wh what was your right for letting him borrow the cheese and all that other stuff? And I said, well, just calm down. We need to get this dinner on. And I opened the drawers to get cutlery out, and all the cutlery was like, like black spiny stuff. It was like, huh. it was like, and it was all kind of like twisted up and black and not very useful. And I was like, and I remember saying, do you have any more silverware in the, the dishwasher or something? I mean, do you have any other silverware to use? Because we can't use this. And the drawers were just all jumbled up with like all these, you know, they were forks and knives, and but they were kind of all black spiny stuff. Hmm. Okay. Could you describe one of the pieces, like the, a fork, like yeah. as compared to a regular fork? Yeah. What does it, it remind like the, you of? It, the, the, the tongs of the fork were like black and spiny, and then one of them was like almost, you know, broken off. Sounds like a spoon bending class gone awry. I know. We've, yeah. we've had spoon bending classes where all the silverware did that. Well, one thing, just real quick about the, sure. the spiny silverware. Okay, a silverware is a utensil we use to feed ourselves with. And if it's spiny, we often say, oh, you don't have a backbone, you don't have a spine, meaning courage. Mm -hmm. And so having the courage to nourish yourself rather than um, always nourishing other people, like uh, if we look at using the, one of the principles from last week, that your friend represents a part of you, that's the part of you that's getting mad at you giving things away to other people mm -hmm. that just show up at the door. And it was an electrician, so it's somebody, perhaps you could also see that as taking your energy away. Now, this is all just from one perspective. We could go over that same thing, that he was liberating you too because he was an electrician, rewiring you by saying it's okay to give the cheese away. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I have some other thoughts, but why don't yeah. you go ahead. Uh, the dream was set in someone else's house so that you wouldn't take any of this personally. This is going on in someone else's house. Okay, just so the symbolism could come through uh, without it being without that charge on it. Uh, when they talk about um, uh, a bunch of um, amateur, if that's actually the word, um, where there are wires all over everything, it's very disorganized. It is called spaghetti, and therefore a uh, electrician would have been sent into the situation to organize the um, systems of your life the uh, currents uh, in your life are to be reorganized. And so the electrician, who's a very clear a dream character. Now, because the electrician wanted cheese, and I do believe that's to be paid for, but the use of the word borrowing, although it is funny, 
Um, I think that was that the electrician would be sure to be receiving compensation for. So uh, Beth, I'd ask if you had hired someone to organize your life or something like that was going on. But before you answer, the, um, uh, the uh, black spiny stuff, which seems to be the de jour of, of this description, is talking about uh, things falling into disrepair, things becoming useless because of the natural entropy that exists in the universe, so that all of the cutlery, the spoons, the forks, the tools in your life uh, have become dulled and lost their edge pretty much all the way around. So I'm thinking this dream is setting you up for literally a reset, that it's time to take command of your life again, and that it's time for you to set organization into what had been, because um, I've seen this in my life where the, the oh, I, I have it, I just don't know where it is. I, I don't want to go buy another one because I know I bought one and I know it's here, but everything's so disorganized, I'm not finding it. So just, you know, find it, there it is, don't like that. So I'm saying this is a signal you're giving yourself to become in charge of your life again. Yeah, and I, I think too that the tools of that friend, and I would look at what that friend represents, not, not just the part of you that, that, it that this person represents, but what they represent. Like, well, um, it's that friend that I've been uh, working with for a couple of years now. Oh, okay. Um, you mean as far as helping you? Yeah. With things? Okay. Well, yeah, no, it's my friend that's in England. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, well, what, what I would take from that either way, whether that's like a practitioner or whatever, somebody that you're dealing with, is that the tools that she supplies can no longer nourish you without hurting you. Because to me, if oh, I were to good. pick up the, that fork and eat mm. with it, that would cut my mouth. And our mouth is how we express ourselves. So there's something about the tools that she uses to nourish, it's like you've outgrown them. And, and I do believe that the electrician coming, saying, okay, why don't you uh, focus some of your attention out here, is helping you with the um, upgrade, the energetic upgrade, like I was saying. Yeah. Um, and the drain, the drain can sometimes uh, come from attempting to keep yourself fit into a mold that you don't belong in anymore, or into a room you don't fit into. I broke my mold. And I but, can't get up. I mean, I've been doing a lot of growing. Mm -hmm. and, oh, yeah, that's it. Well, that dream really says else. it. I mean, I've yeah. just been really um, zooming along. Yeah, oh, and, absolutely. And, and I think that spaghetti dinner, I mean, that's usually something. Now, tell me if this is the same association to you, because we all have our own um, history with things. But spaghetti dinners were something that the church always had or the school, and it was like this big community thing. So the fact that you were having that with her could just be talking about your current relationship, your current friendship, and that she's not telling you not to give the cheese away, so there was a lack of communication as well. And it just yeah, feels uh, like you've yeah, outgrown the whole upset. thing. And I was just like, well, if the guy wanted something, so I was trying to share with him, and yeah. I just didn't even think anything of it. Yeah. But he asked for something, and I was like, sure, we have some. And, well, your like, energy no, was a higher very frequency. Angry at yeah. Me for yeah. giving it away, and I was like, "You have plenty of it." Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't well, worry your, about it. your energy was a higher frequency, and I think that's what it's saying. So I would take I would take that and um, some of the valuable things Neville was saying as as well, and yeah. incorporate those in your life because I think that was a big message to you. 
Yeah, today oh, is the day you. guided by abundance, which is... Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, uh, great. Thank you. Yeah, Beth, we, we love your call. Please call in again. Yeah, please do. Please, we love... What a great dream. Yeah, it was excellent. Thank you very much for sharing. Uh, and that is the I outgrew it dream. And now yeah, the, the question is, the what's the new The old tools now hurt you. The tools that used to feed you now, now hurt you. Yeah, exactly. So why would we put that in our mouths anymore? Yeah. We have another call? It's, hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hey, is, can you all hear me? Yes, yes we can. Uh, it is hard to hear you. This is Lina. Okay. Hi, Lina. Hi. Hi. I had a dream Sunday night. Okay. That was in that same kind of dome of dream that I had recently. Uh-huh. Okay. And I was in a bed in the center. There was no furniture. There were no windows, only a door. And the door was open, and I knew a wolf was going to come through. So I told my daughter to close the door. And it was too late, this huge wolf that was about three times the size of a regular wolf and was heavily muscled. Super wolf. Excuse me? Super wolf. Timber wolf? Super. Super wolf, yeah, yeah super wolf. And he leapt up on the bed and I could see his teeth and, and feel his breath and the moisture of his breath. Mm. And I knew if I got afraid, that I was going to be eaten. And so I wow. just said, it's okay, it's okay, just be calm, it's okay. Wow. And he put his, his muzzle down in the crook of my neck and he went to sleep. Wow. Oh. That gave me chills. That Wasn't is so that beautiful. I woke up with that, you know, that feeling of, whoa. Yeah, now what, what, is, what is interesting, I thought, we all, everybody pretty much knows the symbolism of wolves are teachers. They come to us, and the huh. fact that he came to you three times or three times bigger than another wolf tells me that there was something in your life where the wolf or the higher consciousness was trying to t teach you a lesson. Or I don't mean like teach a lesson like that. I mean this beautiful gift of teaching us a lesson uh -huh. um, three times, and that the third time it looked really intense. But that keep positive in your thinking, and it will be nothing but yeah. a teacher yeah. coming to you. So was there anything that you've had happen three times, like three hospitalizations or, or three anything that comes to mind? And if it doesn't come right now, that's okay. I'll put it out there and let yeah. listen. Yeah, take your time with that because I think you'll find something. Yeah. It's not always the most conducive thing to think back and do all that when you're on TV and people <laughs> are waiting for you, so I understand yeah. that. So the reason for the um, dome was to isolate this moment for you to get a bigger picture of it in your own mind. Mm -hmm. And the bed is the dream symbol itself. You couldn't go for So I believe in addition to whatever is going on in your 3D life, in your dream time, you're being educated very, very powerfully. And your response to um, not be afraid of the wolf, we've taught so many times on the show the difference between fear and information is the level of consciousness you have. So, uh, and you're, you're at a very high level of consciousness to begin with, and I have the feeling you're about to um, uh, crescendo. You're about to go to a much higher level of consciousness as far as your perceptions and your diplomacy and what it is you're doing with your life and who it is you'll be teaching. Because um, I have the feeling you're, you're more of a teacher than you might actually recognize. Uh, I don't know what you do for a living, but there is this idea. So basically, that's that's the picture there. The concept. Uh, this is this is what's kind of unfolding. What yeah. I realize the teaching is 
is nothing but just letting the energy go through you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. well it. put. Yeah. That describes absolutely 100% of everything. We're just this little uh, dot of God mm -hmm. that's a conduit of energy yeah. that uh, manifests in 3D. And then we're, oh, look at that. Where did that come from? Mm -hmm. You, <laughs> me? No, that couldn't have been me. Yes, it was you. Oh, well, thank you. I can do that. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. You're the so. metaphysical Robin Williams. You realize yes, that, right? Yes, I do that. And <laughs> Robin Williams is the updated version of Jonathan Winters. So I'm just yes, watching that whole Jonathan trajectory. Winters yeah. 2.0. Yeah. No, nah, Jonathan okay. Winters is still number one. Well, I guess that would be then. He's 1.0. 2.0, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, that is interesting. And something I would suggest is these recurring places and lo locations or, or, or themes of, of people's dreams, there are recurring things. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, and, and all of our listeners and viewers out there, if you think about it, there, there really is maybe two handfuls of certain types of locations that all of your dreams happen in. And start paying attention to that, these recurring ones, because I think you've dreamed of domes numerous times, right? Hey, well, just this is twice in the, oh, just twice. recently in okay. the last week. Okay. Um, Two weeks, whatever. Yeah. Uh, what, what are your thoughts about domes? It's funny. I've always wanted to live in a dome house. That's my ideal dwelling. Okay. Well, this is saying um, this is creating what you, your ideal is. Yeah. The dome. Yeah, very um, interesting. And, and that's your place inside. And I would go into the dome in meditation at night, too, and, mm -hmm. and make that a real tangible place in your yeah, consciousness you can do. to go in and meditate and talk to yourself. There's you something can. about the shape of the geodesic dome that the They're energy beautiful. bounces around. Or mm -hmm. It's like receptors around me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good. Geodesic is, yeah, the uh, model of the atom, the geodesic dome. Mm -hmm. What yeah. you could consider doing is getting a bowl you know, to symbolize your dome, uh -huh. and uh, just have that next to your bed to say so the um, empathetic magic. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, that. good. Okay. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, good, oh, good thank idea. Thank you all very much. Sure. sure. Thank you. Yeah. That was great. Thank yeah. you. Well, Lena, thanks thank for calling. you for calling. We'd love Absolutely. to hear from you again. It's it's so well, exciting. Well, and also, so many people are helped by this. Just since I, it yeah, got go kind of glossed over. I just wanted to re reiterate creating that in a meditation, just real mm. quick, because it's so important. I have locations that I go to in meditation that are really mm. profound, and then they amp up in the dreams. But okay. Yeah. Very Do we much have a so. call? We have. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi. Uh, my name is Kate. Hi, Kate. Kate, Thanks what can we calling. do for you? It's been a long time, Mary and Neville. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a question. I had a, a very strange, uh, I don't know if you would call it a dream or, or something that happened. It... Uh, uh, happened on November 7th. Uh, I went to sleep and I was completely asleep and I wasn't even dreaming. No thoughts in my mind. I, I guess I was probably asleep for about 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden I uh, woke up like a shot and I turned to my left and looked at the, the, uh, uh, the pillow behind me and the headboard of my bed and I could see smoke rising from the pillow behind the bed in front of the, the headboard. And it absolutely shocked me. And I jumped out of bed, still looking at this, and I yelled, uh, and my son heard me. I said, smoke, there must be fire. And I was just, you know, just uh, besides myself because I couldn't understand. I couldn't smell the smoke. I could see the smoke. 
and he ran in, turned on the light, and just like that, it was gone. Now, I knew that I was not asleep because I woke up like a shot, ah. and I saw what I saw. And, but the funny thing is, I know I was asleep, but there was no, honestly, no dreams, no thoughts, nothing. But well, it was like I knew I had to wake up, and I came straight up out of, of rest to turn, and I don't even know why I turned. I just knew that I needed well, to wake up, and I turned, and I saw this, and, and I knew I wasn't asleep. Well, very, very interesting. And what I feel happened is there is a period where we, I call it, uh, well, I'll explain that at another time. I don't want to introduce too many things. But essentially, you're venturing into the dream state of consciousness. And when you do that consciously, which people call going into sleep lucidly, it, it is a process that your thinking, as you are thinking now, doesn't really change that much. I mean, you're still here, you're still you, and all that. But when we come back and we remember it in second person or third person or whatever, then it seems really distant and strange and different. But as you're walking into the dream time, that reality with all its physical, non-physical laws and principles just makes sense as you walk in there. And then typically, people that aren't, don't really get into their dream time, during the um, moment of the melatonin being converted and certain other chemical reactions in your third eye, it paralyzes you. And I've had people call me just terrified because they felt like some force was holding them down and they wanted to sit up and they couldn't. Well, they were awake during this process. They were lucid during this process. And I think that's what happened with you. You are in that mid place. And also, when we are asleep, we're completely aware of everything in the room. So if your brain was confusing that smoke from the dream time with the wake time, then it was going to alert you and you were going to stand up. I can vividly remember times where there were things going on in the room and I was sound asleep and I was alerted to that and I woke up immediately. So it sounds like you're get, becoming very lucid in that. Yeah. So two things. Uh, one, Kate, who normally occupied the pillow, uh, the other pillow? Uh, I usually have a cat that's near that pillow. Okay. And the other question is the smoke uh, I believe to be a specter, um, uh, spirit being that was there. And cats are forever uh, our great allies. Any pet is your great ally. Uh, cats in particular are uh, so multidimensional that uh, we have two cats and they shape shift between each other and they don't look at all alike. And you'll, the cat will run by and we'll both have seen a different cat than the one that, that you know, we'll, we'll both see the other cat. So cats are particularly shapeshifters. Uh, other pets too, but I'm not singling out cats as uberalis in any way, just this concept. So the cat, I believe, has a message, okay, uh, that was uh, coming and that's, that's the interpretation of it. Huh. So, well, one other yeah. thing that I was getting as far as the, the actual interpretation of it was the smoke was coming where you sleep, where your pillow is, and between that and the headboard. And if you take the word head and board, I was thinking that there's some part of you that's really bored with maybe your work or the, the type of work you do or something where you're feeling not stimulated. Um, and or 
there it may be a problem or a worry or something that's been around for a while that you've been running through your head so many times that it's causing the, the engine or the machinery to smoke a little bit. Okay. So, so you might want to just think about that and see if there's anything like that too. Yeah, okay. okay. But right. the idea of the of ether being represented. Yes, that. uh, yes, that's yeah. a very good thing. Okay, well, thank you. Right. Thank you. Yeah, Very thank kind you. of you to call. We'd yeah. love to hear from you again. Again, we love your calls. Please call in again. Mm -hmm. It is just remarkably mm -hmm. fun mm -hmm. uh, all the way around. Yeah. So the, um, the concept of a dream and we have... Mm -hmm. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi. Hi. This is Mary. Hi, Hi Mary. Hi. What, what can we do for you? I had a dream I wanted to describe to you to see what you had to say. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, this is a dream I had um, a couple of years ago, actually, but it mm -hmm. really sticks with me. Um, and it was pretty simple. There was just a scene outdoors with a lot of tracks, and a lot of people were on trolleys, several trolleys all staggered, and the people were wearing, um, I don't know, maybe um, 1930s kind of dress attire. And I was on it with my daughter, it was very crowded, and there were these bicycle-type vehicles also on track, all heading the same direction. And I decided to move to one of the bicycle vehicles with my daughter. And we were moving along, I had no idea where everyone was going or why we were going. Um, the track we were on took a, a sharp left, like a 90-degree left turn into a, a building. And inside the building was very brilliant and white and gears, um, very clean. But the moment I saw that, I felt like, oh, this was a mistake, and it got very brilliant and white, and I woke up very alarmed and very concerned. Um, mm. And that was it, but it really stuck with me. Well, while Neville's writing his notes down there. I'm all set, but go ahead. Okay, um, when I was seeing those tracks with people going all over it and all different forms of transportation, I was seeing tracks of the mind, and, and maybe, you know how we say a career track um, life track, like, like it's all designed for us and we're, we're floating across it. And I, I felt like you were claiming a sense of power uh, of how you conveyed yourself through this maze of either thought, like maybe that could represent all of your thoughts and, and things going on in your life right then, or just direction in your life. And you might want to think back when you first had that dream to see if there was something big, like a big decision that was coming up for you and that you, you change the vehicle to a bicycle, which is something it, traditionally in dreams means a lot more about you locomoting through your life with more power because you're pedaling, you're steering, and you're not going through the vehicle of the, uh, or I'm sorry, the agency of the motor and things like that. And so it was about gaining more control. And when you went into that room and the white was there and you felt panic, I mean, that could be a commitment maybe that you were worried about going to or it might even be death that you were worried about. Okay, so this was without a doubt a past life, per se. Oh, well, such. that's one of the things that could, I mean, it says yes, lots I of things. Yes, I wasn't saying that it was the only thing it is. I'm saying this is oh, a past life. Oh, it sounded life. like you said that, okay. This is a past life, okay, set in the 30s. The person who was your daughter in the 30s is your daughter again. Um, pretty much the way that works. The the sharp angle to the left, since you named it as 90 degrees, a 90 degree angle represents a dimensional shift, which was in my mind absolute proof of it being um, the moment of death uh, 
probably in a bicycle accident with a trolley uh, where you disincarnated. And that's why you felt panicked as soon as you were in the white room, uh, which is what happened to me when I was shot. The first thing that I, I ended up in a room that had a nice blue to it, but it was a white room, definitely. And there was a person who was um, reading a book. And the first thing I did was absolutely panic. And the uh, guy looks up from the book, and he looks at me and looks at the book, and he balls this energy together and throws this energy ball at me and packs my heart. And from then on, I'm very calm. So be calm, because you're back, and your daughter rejoined you again. And so this time, there's a different outcome. This time, there's another uh, mm -hmm. chapter to write with the daughter that did not get written in the 1930s. So, hey, welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yes. So. Yes. And that's something that which typically when you have dreams that are very specific, like from another era, and you, it's not things that are in your subconscious mind, uh, and it's the whole scene, very often that is a past life. And yeah. it's good to look at it that way. And it can yeah, be very yeah. healing to know, well, you yeah, made it through there, and, yeah. and you're not stuck in that same thing again. Yeah, and you get mm -hmm. to rewrite it. Something. But it's also important to translate dreams from a lot of different ways mm -hmm. because there are all kinds of methods, messages and stuff. Anyway, we, we have, have another our duck. bonus duck this evening. Yes. The second duck. Here come the duck. Here come the duck. This is our, here we go, our duck dangler. Here we go. All right. Okay. And these are the little angel cards, and I got birth. Birth. Birth yourself. Become your own mother. Become your own father, and you will always then have a good childhood. Yes. I got open this, which Thank reminded you. me of uh, so many years ago when uh, some teacher or another said, I'm open to everything. And in those days, still dealing with uh, what had been a very superstitious mind, I thought, oh, no, you don't have to be open to everything. You know, somebody will come and, and you know, suck your soul and run off with it and you know all the rest of this nonsense and um, the older I get the more there isn't good and bad the more there isn't any of this nonsense uh, and so I will state that I'm open to everything it is that simple and so therefore since everything ha that happens is on my side then hey I'm open to it here's a steak I'm just joking and you we have our, our next caller yeah. Laura. hi caller what's your name please how you doing? I'm Neil. Neil, what can we do for you? Hi, Neil. Hello, how are you doing? Um, good. Actually, I wanted to, I had a dream. I used to be a really good lucid dreamer right up. No, I'm not going to get into that, but I used to be a good lucid dreamer. And the last great one that I had, it's a three-part dream. It uh, started in the third person. I was in a dark, wet, very unfamiliar place. I'm walking. I see a light off into the distance. I walk towards the light, I get closer, I get closer, I get closer. When I get to it, there's a giant 30-foot snake with a light on his head, like they had the fish, anglerfish that's at the bottom of the ocean, mm -hmm. a giant snake like that. So immediately, I pull out some sword from nowhere and just chop his head off. But then I say, no, I've done that before, so I rewind it. So he tries to bite me, I jump and I grab him. And he tries to bite me again, but he bites himself. So when he bites himself, I'm sitting there, I'm trying to send him love, but it's not really genuine. 
But when he bites himself, I actually feel his pain for a second. And when wow. I feel his pain, I actually genuinely send him some love, and I actually genuinely feel him. And when that wow. happens, it all switches again to a third person again, but I'm in an all-white room, and it's two versions of me. And this is in the first person, but I'm like more animated. It's, just, it's not really physical. It's weird. But anyway, it's me and me again. Mm -hmm. One of me has red eyes, and I reach out and I hug myself. But then I stab my, the, the knee that I hug stabs me in the back. And when he stabs me in the back, I feel blood coming down his back. <laughs> wow. So I, pull, I pull him inside myself, but that doesn't work, so I erase it. And then I hug him again, and I actually send him love while he's stabbing me. And wow. when that happens, it switches again, and it's like I'm like, like galactic. It's like I'm inside of some giant space thing like I'm in space but I could see like stars in my hands and all that then I woke up and my daughter was born like I don't know two weeks later and I haven't really been able to lucid dream since then wow so, his daughter was born oh yeah but okay. you know what first of all you are a master level dreamer oh, I, I was hearing so many things um, this is like Christ's 40 days in the desert where he battled his own inner demons Mm -hmm. which is really our fears and that snake was your fear and what you did is you loved your fears away how profound is that that could be a movie that would give everybody chills oh, I think. absolutely and it's like in order for you to be ready for your daughter to be here you had to battle your fears of not being able to I think that's the, the primary reason that parents pull away from children and whatever is because we're afraid it's a huge thing it's a huge thing and we don't I remember this guy one time, we said, here, do you want to hold this baby? It was somebody's um, cute baby. And he goes, no, 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 no. I'm afraid I might break the, the baby or drop it or something like that. And I realized that that fear is keeping us away from so much love. And so what you did, you were learning how to love yourself, even the parts of you that were uh, your shadow self. Neil, contained within your dream is the secret of uh, incarnation as such. The uh, technique everyone uh, whines, I, I don't want to have to reincarnate anymore. Uh, no, it is that you, pardon me? It is that you do have to love everything all the time. And this was seen from a um, dizzying height uh, in this dream. Uh, the concept of the snake, as you were saying, the, the white light on the snake and the um, that we're all one thing. We'd love to believe you're you and I'm me. We'd love to believe all of this stuff, but the truth of the matter is there, we're one. We are one. We are all God. There is nobody who's not God, pardon the buzzword, God, but there's nobody who's not. And we have our next call. No, 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 no. You could keep going. I was just, they were just I saying that I want to show the more. art at some point here okay. in the, well, okay. Well, I just wanted to ask um, you at, uh, real quick, um, how old were you when your daughter was born? Were you 30? Yes, I'm 30. It's 24, so it's about eight years ago. And you're 30 like, now? Thought, yeah, 32. I hadn't thought about it since the, the eclipse brought it back. The eclipse two days ago oh, yeah. it right back into my mind. Mm. Oh, how excellent. Well, I think, I think that you're um, really wrestling with those fears because one of the things that uh, interrupts our sleep is when we're afraid to sleep. So either we're in an unsafe environment or when we first have kids, we want to make sure we hear them. And, and you're always sleeping with one ear open. It's something that comes naturally. 
And I feel that your lucid dreaming, your very powerful dreaming is coming back and probably even starting tonight or very soon. So yeah, absolutely. That's, that's really good. And may, mm -hmm. may call back on another show because that's oh, something please, we could really that. dissect. There's yeah, so much yeah. to that that I would still love to share and I'm yeah. sure you would too. Well, just very briefly, you. Neil, the dream took place in heaven per se. That's the particular stage where yeah. you acted this whole thing out. So, um, yeah. Neil, do call us back. We'd yeah. love to hear yeah, more and if you, about if you this wanna, and other dreams. If you would like to email that, that would be good, too. And then maybe we could collect some of our thoughts and say them again sometime. Yeah, and at least read Brilliant it on Brilliant dream. Show. Really and amazing. Have, Thanks, uh, Neil. Another, we have okay. another caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, it's Felicia here. Um, I don't recall any recent dreams, but I would like to get a reading if I could. Sure, be happy to. Okay. And then I wanted thank to you. do it. Sure, thank you. Don't have my regular deck with me tonight, so we are going to use a different deck. All right. And the first card we get, this is a card of great healing. It, it's about moving from the choppy waters to the calm waters. But it's also about that there, there's always some force, some being us there that has our back. And so even when we feel at our most vulnerable, there still is that, that boat that's taking us to a greater place. So I feel coming out of some situation can lead you to, hey, it's really about perspective. For instance, this guy or girl or whoever is looking at the cups that have spilt, not noticing the cups behind them that are still up. Whereas if their attention were placed on the cups behind them, they would see that lovely bridge in the background that leads over to that beautiful castle and across the, the waters. So it's really important to always look for what is the blessing in situations, which I, I think that you do, that mm. you do. And whether that was a relationship that ended and, uh, or a situation, it doesn't matter because what this is saying is those experiences are really leading you to this beautiful thing. This is the beginnings of something lovely, either love, romance, a relationship, or a deepening of one that you have or something wonderful coming to you. So learning from those past experiences and seeing everything as a blessing and that the universe is always on your side is going to move you forward in beautiful ways. Yes, so thank excellent. you. Yeah. Oh, that's great to hear. Thank, Thank you. And, and do your reading for Celia. Celia? Yeah. Is it Celia or... C okay, I'll do this real quick. Thank Celia? you very much for your call. Yes, We'd love Thank to you. hear from you the again. The first card here, this shows that there are times for really brute strength, the, the yang strength, and there are times for yin strength. And that this is one of those times, don't judge yourself if you feel like you didn't act in a powerful way because that was the right thing to do at the time and don't think, oh, I wish I had because all that does is lead to rumination and various things like that. Just know that whatever you did was really on your side. And this is a card of great insight and intuition and depth of feeling. And now is the time to explore the feelings from an objective consciousness point of view rather than, than um, letting yourself get sucked down a river with them. Become a powerful leader of your emotions and feelings. And then what that does is equalizes you and that life is filled with these, this rocking of ups and down, but overall it's just a smooth ride. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, let me get uh, okay. a second here before, I don't know if we have another person or not, but I just wanted to introduce the art before it's the very end of the show. If you guys can get a close up on While you're doing that, should we take paintings. one more call while they're doing the shots? Oh, uh, while they're getting the shots ready. Is there another call? 
Okay, I don't know what that that's means. Semaphore for I don't know. I think that's what that is. No, okay, that's the they've got it. Dance. They've got okay. it up on the art, and then so we'll give take me a one call or the other. That. I don't care. Do we? Okay. So this is um, a symbol that's um, stabilizing. Um, so the square itself is particularly stabilizing. Uh, there's a whole metaphysical treatise that talks about uh, the idea that our sun has already pulsed uh, into a red giant. That's been what's been insane about the sun for so very long. Um, and that the, um, our planet is uh, sealed in an octahedron uh, within this. Now this painting I did with the intent of stabilizing our sun. Uh, the green background would have been space. The square the symbol is stability itself and the pole star, the point, the center, balances the sun. And then if we have the other one really quickly and we'll finish our calls. This is the peace tree. Uh, what happened to me was I, I found a, um, a tree stump uh, that had a peace tree that, that had a peace symbol crack right into the stump. Just like that, exact. I have a photo of it. It's on my Facebook page. And so I thought, oh, this is perfect. I'll do the peace tree. So I take a piece of paper and I run out in the woods. I find a good looking tree and I do a rubbing of the bark, figuring that this is the easy, and this did not work at all. Bark just doesn't do rubbings. I would sand the tree, but I didn't want to annoy the tree. It just meowed. So, yeah. So do we have time? Uh, I ended up just putting, doing the bark as artwork and then the symbol of the piece uh, okay. in it. Mm -hmm. And I'll do another one like that where it looks like it's been cut in the wood. And we have another call. No, we don't have another call. Sorry. Okay. Call back next week or... Yeah. or um, and please whatever. join us at Ruby Tuesdays. We'll be uh, there well, before too long. And I am long. starting my psychic development series Excellent. the um, Wednesday after Thanksgiving, so I think it's the 28th. Anyway, it's on Wednesday evenings from 7 to 9-ish, and it's really a lot of fun. We study um, techniques of meditation and going in deeper and telepathy and all kinds of different fun and interesting things. There's more information on the website. And we'll be having the bowls and the potluck again oh, yeah, this the, month as, the new, as regular. The new moon you know, um, If somebody had been waiting on the, on the phone and didn't get through, I, I'll just pull a card real quick just so everybody can have a little something. Mm -hmm. This is talking about being stable, a, a stability, a, a depth of being, being in tune with nature. And when we are in tune with nature, it's vital that we're in tune with our own nature. So look for the areas in your life where you're in, tuning in with somebody else's nature rather than your own. Oh, that never Get happens. Get back to your own nature, and that's yeah. where things go. Be you. But Neville's art, we, we are going to be doing a show coming up where we're Sorry. showing all of Neville's art, which is absolutely lovely. I, I can't wait to show you some of that. Thank you. And also I'm going to be doing an Altero show coming up. Excellent. So we'd love to have you call in for readings, and I'm mm -hmm. going to show you some of my new decks that are coming and, out. And the deck you just designed the, in this. Yes. 3D, rather, there's two virtual decks on our website that you and can... And I will have the Inner Wisdom and the Spirit Animal cards available very soon as well. And yeah, then another deck after that. Yeah, out in 3D. But this deck is astounding. There's no other deck that's like it in any well, way. Well, it's an affirmation deck. It's not like that's typical... That's what separates it. Plus, it's arranged in the suits or chakras, which is another thing I hadn't heard of, seven, seven suits, uh, each color-coded to the... Um, and uh, so the affirmations are also to assist you opening or that to assist you modulating a particular chakra. Before the show, we both drew a, um, a base chakra card to remind us that everything was the way it's supposed to be. And it's, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so it's a, a remarkable tool. 
you could draw a card a day to, and you would just, at the end of a year, you would be well, incredibly advanced. Well, especially if you work with the affirmations. Mm -hmm. and well, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and I can't wait to show some of your paintings more. So anyway, tune in next time, and we'll be doing dreams again soon. And yeah. if you'd like your hand analyzed, you can send that, email it, and it was our joy and honor to take you to the door. And you're going through the door. Just go through the door, quit fooling around, stop. The door is... Um, the universe runs on balance, have you noticed that? And we don't have time to even begin to make that point. Okay. Good job. Thank you.